When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is the Canty and Carlin podcast. Actually, it feels a lot more similar to me to Kevin Garnett going to Brooklyn a few years later, and that was a complete and utter disaster. <laughs> it's Canty and Carlin, ESPN Radio, Sirius XM Channel 80. Chris Carlin, Shay Cornette is in for Canty today. Before, before we get into the topic of do super teams even work? Hint, they don't. We'll explain in moments at 888-729-3776. I want to give Ryan and Reno a chance to check in here on what we were talking about just a few moments ago. Ryan, what's up? You're on ESPN Radio, bud. Nothing. It's just a great uh, trivia question. You guys were talking about worthless birthdays. How many average birthdays does a human have? How many what birthdays? How many average birthdays? What do you say? How many average birthdays does a human have? Like what? What's the average lifespan? Like 60, 78 years or 71 years, something like that? Chris, it goes to your point. We have one birthday. We celebrate it pointlessly every year after the first. That's a great point. There's one day where you're, you know what? Thank you, Ryan. Thank you. You were born. Get over it. Okay, see, I feel like it's fine for kids. Like, can we let them yes, get to 16? Yes, for kids, that's fine. Like, 16. Sure. I feel like 16, then we go to 18, then we go to 21. And 21. 21. And yes. then it's a wrap. And then it's like, okay, the rest. And 30, 40, 50, I get it. I get fine. it. Totally fine. get it. That, those are, so let's count 16, 18, 21, and then every decade. And then we're done. That's all we need to do. And if I we all average those for accurate. birthday parties, we'd all be okay with it. I think we can all handle that. You have not chimed in on this. Are you a birthday guy or not? I don't think he's by the mic. Is he by the oh. mic? Oh, there he is on the phone. Yeah. Eric Hanman, are you a birthday guy right now or not? Are you somebody that wants to celebrate that or no? Hmm. Right. Well, what are you going to say to tomorrow's my birthday? Everyone be on alert. Like, yes, please, exactly. everyone buy here's me a cupcake. Yeah, and here's the here's that selective outrage. How can you not tell us? But then, if you say, "Hey, by the way, today's my birthday," you look like a self-aggrandizing jerk. <laughs> <laughs> now, I feel like though, it, what I would do if I were you, I would maybe mention it around Christine Lisi because she makes some fire. Oh treats. my god. <laughs> I'd maybe oh. just slip it in there like, you know, tomorrow might be my birthday, just for the cookies. I'd <laughs> send her a all. damn reminder email every that's, year. That's one exception. <laughs> yeah, that is the one exception. If you're near someone that bakes well, then it's acceptable. Other than that, not so much. <laughs> it's Canty and Carlin on ESPN Radio. Shea Pepler. Er, I knew I was going to do it at least once. It's still my name, so it still I know. works. All right, it's Shea okay. Cornette is in for <laughs> Canty today. Yeah. Um, Shea, I got into this a lot yesterday when we were talking about this with Greeny uh, on Greeny's show, I was filling in. And, you know, after the trade this weekend to Bradley Beal to the Phoenix Suns, where it, it just felt like an owner 
bigfooting everybody, stepping in, throwing everything out the window and saying, I'm going to go buy a championship right now and, and, you know, everything else be damned. This is such an overrated, overrated concept in winning titles, the, the idea of the super team. Think about the last 10 years in particular. When did it really, truly work since LeBron in Miami? And it worked, by the way, with LeBron in Miami yeah. because it's LeBron James, and he's the second-best player of all time. But you want to talk about Golden State with Durant? Uh, they had won a title without him. Are you going to tell me they wouldn't have won those two if he hadn't signed up? I, I think they probably would have, Shay, and they won a title after he left as well. So uh-huh. I just don't think that the concept of having to assemble a super team from free agents is one that is a winning concept. Well, and, and okay, so look at the Nuggets. That's not a super team. No. They have, a super, they have a superstar player that has help. To me, that's more the super team that you need as opposed to just assembling all these high-profile superstars on one team. Same thing with the Bucks. They had a superstar that had some help. This is what Damian Lillard wants, to be the superstar that has some help. He doesn't necessarily need a Chris, ba- Chris Bosh, Dwayne Wade, and LeBron James around him. He just needs a little bit of help. That's what Golden State was in the beginning, too. It felt like it was Steph Curry with some help, right? And same thing with LeBron and the Cavs. That seems to be the recipe for success. Not just throwing Kevin Durant, Bradley Beal, Devin Booker all together and being like, hey, guys. Now, I know Devin Booker was already there, but you understand my point. Hey, guys, go win me a chip. In one year's time, where we haven't, or I mean, you could take the net situation. Some either someone gets hurt, there's not chemistry, someone's fighting, we're not seeing eye to eye in terms of the way we're playing. And now I'm talking about what's been going on with the 76ers and Joel Embiid and James Harden. Like, there seems to be underlying issues that always happen when you have these big personalities and these superstars that are used to playing the game a certain way. You can't divvy it up the same way. No, no, you can't. And when you're trying to just throw it all together, you're taking out. Any real revel- uh, re- respect for things like chemistry, things right. like guys who are really good role players. Role Look players. at how it's worked out. Even even the Heat in playing for a title just coming up short. We all agree that they would have been much better off if they had Dame Lillard, but that's because <laughs> of the culture that they have built down there. That you can, he, it's more on him at that point, and he knows it to fit in to what they do. He's still going to be a star player. But I look at the last several years, and I hate to sound Pollyanna about it, but it has truly been about the team concept. And it it fascinates me now to know what the Phoenix Suns are going to do for other players around the the big three. Here's Brian Windhorst, ESPN NBA insider on Get Up yesterday. What they're going to try to do here is build the roster as full as possible with as much as they can possibly spend. I know that's counterintuitive, but I'm telling you that's the way they're looking at it. Get their payroll. Don't just barely creep over the so-called Sevkin apron. Blow past it and so that they potentially down the road still have some options on trades. But as Woj said, they are going against the grain here. The day of game four, when the Nuggets were on the verge of winning the title, they traded for more draft picks because they thought that building through the draft was the way forward in today's NBA. It, listen, that was uh, something that the the Nuggets uh, did as well. And, you know, when I think about this, 
Uh, the Nuggets did that during the finals, trying to continue to do what they're doing. But if you're the Suns and you're going to keep going and spending all that money, it feels like everybody else, you have four right now with DeAndre Ayton still on the team. You have four max contracts, Shay. How exactly is it going to work for the other guys around him? Right. They're all going to be veteran minimum guys that you hope and pray fit with that group. And that was the problem with the Suns anyways. They didn't have a lot of depth. They didn't have a lot of bench uh, production. Like, that's what they needed more than anything. Not another superstar there in Phoenix, it didn't feel like. Especially when you're trying to figure out what to do with DeAndre Ayton. Because you can't really move him right now. He doesn't have trade value. And he's also a big oaf. He hasn't done anything for you, especially when it matters most in the postseason. I want to go back to two things that you said, Carlin, before we heard from Wendy. Because I want to ask your opinion a little further on him. First of all, it's the fact that if Damian Lillard does join the Heat... Does that even make them a super team? Like, yes, Jimmy Butler is a superstar. I, I I think so, yes. That shows up particularly in the postseason. And he's a different kind of superstar. Like, I don't know that he's in the same conversation as Giannis and Durant and LeBron. Like, it feels like he's kind of in a separate category from them. And Dame is kind of in that category. And them coming together, I don't know that that makes a super team. It feels like it just makes a better team. Would you agree with me, or do you think yeah, that Yeah, I, I don't think they're a super team. team. Super team to me is... Let's go add three big-time players all in the same place and bring them in via free agency or trade, which is exactly what we've seen just happen with Phoenix, which is what we saw happen down in Miami, which is what we've seen happen in other places. Like the Celtics. It worked with the Celtics. Yeah, it worked with the Celtics. It worked with Miami. It didn't work in Brooklyn. It didn't work in Philadelphia. Uh, It kind of worked in L.A., if you want to call the Anthony Davis, LeBron James thing in the bubble. I wouldn't call that a super team. I mean, that's two guys. That's right. And then everybody else who fit well around them. So three guys is what makes our super team. Is what we're Three saying. superstars is what makes a super team. Yeah, yeah. okay. And I agree with you. I don't think it works, and I don't think it's a good plan. And, I, and you know, like, the NFL version of this kind of is the Rams, right? Like, it feels like, like that was the NFL version of a super team that worked once. And that's really hard to replicate, and we haven't seen it since then. And so I feel like in any sport, you can't just throw a bunch of superstars together, expect them to work together, congeal, have chemistry. Oh, and by the way, make sure the coach has a good grasp of how to handle it all. It doesn't just work like that, and I feel like it's a one-off because then we saw in the NFL teams trying to do the same thing, teams trying to do the F them picks and, and, and just pull superstars and make it all work together. It doesn't work like that in any sport. No, it, it, and this is why it's fascinating to me that the league has tried to adopt the philosophy of having to get three players together in so many instances to not recognize how that doesn't work all the time. Again, I would emphasize this. With LeBron in Miami, with Dwayne Wade and Bosch, it required the second greatest player to ever play the game, maybe the first, according to some, (laughs) in order for that to work. Uh, And really, if you're looking at one other place it worked, it would have been Garnett in Boston Boston. uh, with what they did there. But that's once. Uh, I don't buy it. I won't give credence to the notion with... Golden State because I think they would have done it without him. Yeah, I agree. So, uh, yeah, I just don't see it. And I think the Nets kind of destroyed that whole conversation. Like, I feel like super teams were trendy. Like, maybe we could do this. And then when they assembled the Nets with Harden and Durant and Kyrie uh, and maybe the Simmons thing at the end, I don't know, then I think that just spoiled the party. Because once that became a disaster, we all took a step back and was like, this ain't the way. 
this isn't going to work. It ain't going to work in Brooklyn, and it's not going to work anywhere else. Because Brooklyn felt almost like a clean slate. Like when they all went over there, Steve Nash was hired. It was it was it felt like a fresh franchise almost. Like it, it felt like a clean slate, and it was disastrous from start to finish. And I know we threw a pandemic in there and some regulations and all the rest of it, but nonetheless, that to me gave everyone a sour taste in their mouth about it, and it feels like let's never do this again. This isn't the way, and it's not the right recipe. 888-SAY-ESPN, 888-729-3776. The question to you is simply, do super teams work? Steve, up first, South Dakota on ESPN Radio. Steve, what do you think? Oh, we lost Steve, so we'll get back to the calls. Load them up right now. Lines are open. Do super teams work? Uh, Get on the phone lines at 888-729-3776. I'll tell you the other thing, too. There are people who actually believe that the Phoenix Suns are now a favorite in the West. One of those people uh, is certainly not our friend Stephen A. Smith because <laughs> earlier today uh, he chimed in on that very topic. Kevin Durant okay. not playing with Steph Curry and a perfectionist in catch-and-shoot situations like Klay Thompson was during KD's tenure there. Now you got brothers that need the ball. They got to handle it. They got to break you down. It ain't a lot of ball movement going on between Booker and Beal, okay? They going to say, it's your turn, it's your turn, it's your turn. That's not how you win playoff series. So I, I know they're going to be formidable. I know they're going to be in the mix. But to sit out here on day one and say that they're the favorites in the Western Conference is blasphemous. They may be for, formidable in that you won't be able to stop them at times offensively. Booker's gotten better defensively. Durant can play two ways, but he's also older. Like, yeah, I don't who even are they think stopping, Shay? And we don't, but we don't even know the kind of player Bradley Beal is right now. I love Beal. I think he's a, a wonderful person. I know him personally, and I think he he's a great person. But in terms of basketball, he's been injured. Carlin, in the year twenty twenty three alone, okay, we're in June, so let's we're not even all the way through this year. We're only halfway through this year. He's had a knee injury, a foot injury, and a hamstring injury. Like this is someone who is older. And has been injured a lot the last few years. You don't even know what kind of player you're going to get or how he's going to work in there. Factor that in as well. Beal and Durant aren't as young as Booker either. Like, they got some miles on them now. So let's just pause before we say that the Suns are the favorite to win in the West. Oh, and then throw in a new head coach there. Throw in Frank Vogel, who I like Vogel. And, yes, he has a championship when he was with the Lakers, but that was in the bubble when everyone was focused on one thing, and that was basketball. And this is a lot of superstars moving around and moving places, and a new head coach is trying to get acclimated. To me, it feels like a little bit of a recipe for disaster. And, by the way, a defensive head coach. How does that exactly yeah, work with those exactly, three? Exactly. Yeah. Greg in Minnesota next on ESPN Radio. Greg, what's going on, dude? Dude, I could not agree with you guys more. But at the same time, think about it. General managers want to keep their job. How do you do that? You bring in the best. You, you know, you bring in the best players. The owner wants to do these super teams because it gains interest. Where shows like you guys are talking about it all the time, and the fans can stick out their chest and brag because they have these super teams. But you guys are absolutely right. At the end of the day, you're not accounting for the fact that one little injury, one you know, goofy misstep or one, one missed shot all of a sudden takes that huge amount of money that you just put in the luxury tax to have these super teams goes all for naught. But they probably sold more jerseys. They probably sold more tickets. And they had a whole bunch more exposure 
which is essentially what they're looking for to begin with. So yeah, I but in this case, I don't think that was necessarily the, the case because I think you're looking at a new owner, and we appreciate the phone call, and Matt Ishbia, Shea, who is trying to walk in the door and win a championship right away. Yeah. And that just feels like uh, somebody that doesn't understand this game. And by the way, can we just touch on this for a second? If Isaiah Thomas is his consigliere, dear God, yeah, what Isaiah, are you doing? Isaiah Thomas seems to always be in the mix of some bad things, doesn't he? Like, and I'm, That's the just, best way to put it. He's always like, he's like the friend that you're like, you're always in some drama. Why are you always in some drama? We all have that friend. We all have we, that friend that cannot help themselves. Someone. Right. And that's <laughs> Isaiah Thomas in the NBA. It's like he can't get out of the way. It's like, dude, come on. Whenever there's kind of a negative-ish slant it feels like isaiah thomas is in the mix i don't really necessarily love that no and he's an it was an amazing all-time player but he has done nothing as an executive to ever prove he knew what the hell he was looking at talent wise he knew what the heck he was looking at uh, in terms of uh, building a team he was awful with the knicks we don't even have to get into the other stuff just in terms of what he did with the team it it was a complete disaster Uh, i mean he ended an entire league in the cba (laughs) Yeah, he ended a league. That's how bad he is. And now you're going to – he does find a way, Shay, and we also all have this friend as well. Some people who are really good at, you know, ingratiating themselves with the right people. <laughs> yeah, he did it with the James Dolan in New York, and he's clearly doing it with Matt Ishbia, who in that first press conference was asked, is he going to be an exec? And he wouldn't rule it out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, which – in itself is also crazy but yeah it to me i don't know that i'm taking isaiah thomas's word on superstars and where they belong he that's just not the person i'm going to go to for advice but it feels like yeah you're right he's getting in everyone's ear at the right time but when there's but then there comes out this negative slant to it like the chris paul being like i don't know if he had something to do with it i don't like any of it and it doesn't equate to success for me at all for isaiah thomas or for the suns moving forward 888-SAY-ESPN, 888-729-3776. Lines are loaded. We're getting your take in moments. Do super teams even really work? It's Chris Carlin. It is Shea Cornette in for Canty today. Canty and Carlin, ESPN Radio. More of your calls on the way. Plus, is one of the biggest names in the league that has underachieved. Going to be on the move before Thursday night's draft. We'll discuss. Canty and Carlin, ESPN Radio, Sirius XM, Channel 80. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. 
Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. With everyone fighting for attention, how can your business stand out and connect with customers? Easy. Get Constant Contact. Constant Contact's award-winning marketing platform has helped millions of small businesses stand out, stay top of mind, and see big results. Fast. Constant Contact makes it easy to promote your business with powerful tools like email and SMS marketing, social media posting, and even events management. With Constant Contact, you'll reach new audiences, grow your customer list, and communicate more effectively to sell more, raise more, and fast-track growth. Don't know much about marketing? No sweat. Constant Contact's writing assistance tools and automation features help you say the right thing at the right time, every time. Plus, you can send with confidence, knowing your emails are actually reaching your customers thanks to Constant Contact's best-in-class 97% deliverability rate. Tackle any challenge with Constant Contact's expert live customer support. Plus, everything's backed by their 30-day money-back guarantee. So get going and start growing your business today with a free trial at ConstantContact.com. Just go to ConstantContact.com right now. Constant Contact, helping the small stand tall. ConstantContact.com. This is the Canty and Carlin Podcast. Canty and Carlin, ESPN Radio, Sirius XM, Channel 80. Shea Cornette is in for Canty today. Do super teams even work? 888-SAY-ESPN, 888-729-3776. Lines are open. Scott next on ESPN Radio. Scott, what do you think? Well, I think super teams, emphasis on teams, does work. Super dreams don't. It feels to me like, I mean, you look at Denver. I mean, Denver's a super team. Milwaukee's a super team. No, but Brooklyn not not in not in our dream. definition of what it is. You like, yes, they are a super team because they won a championship. <laughs> you could have seen Carla with the arm waving. A super duper team. <laughs> super duper, <laughs> really fantastic. I get it. They're they're a great team because they won. But that's the premise. Right. If that's the idea of I don't want to just throw as much talent as I can together and great players together and they'll go out and win no matter what. I do feel like a lot of the the reason, though, these championships happen to a lot of it has to be coaching. And then I feel like sometimes when you put together these super teams, the coach isn't as valued, if you will. But then. Uh, like for me like okay so now we've got like the Vogel situation um with the Suns and then we Budenholzer and was just like all these teams that have won recently that didn't so-called have the super teams their their coaches have been fired and moved on to other places but then there's the super team aspect of it like with the Nets and Steve Nash now where is Steve Nash like I feel like we don't value coaches the way that we should in terms of the super teams like Spolstra is valued Popovich is valued and those guys didn't have those like Spolstra won before LeBron even got there you know what I mean and then he won again when LeBron got there and that made him great Popovich has won before you can count a super team with with what was created there like it doesn't make you a great coach because you know how to manage all of these rosters and you win championships with them it makes you a great coach if you know how to win with less I said a lot of words and i hope it made sense it did and and listen <laughs> you have to it, it, winning with less in terms of amazing talent but the the right pieces that fit what you're trying to do and 
for me, what the Phoenix Suns just did was ensure they're not going to win a championship. No. That, and they did it in an incredibly expensive way and a, and a silly way from an owner that clearly does not understand the league and is showing it with his first few moves. Hey, Carlin, would you have thought the Suns would have had a better chance to win had they kept Monty William in place and not gone and got Beal? Like, if Durant would have stayed and Monty would have stayed, and that's all it was. We capped it, we capped it at that. We didn't replace Monty, and we didn't go get Beal. Do you think they'd have a better chance than they do now? I do. Yeah, I do. I do. Listen, I, I know what I they're going to be offensively. That's, that's terrific. Monty Williams, for whatever reason, it was pretty clear that Matt Ishbia didn't like Monty Williams. Yeah. And I think it's unfair to fire him after you go and you get – Kevin Durant, and they played together, what, eight times during the regular season? Yeah. Eight times? Like, that's what we're trying to do? That's that's a completely unfair situation. It is Canty and Carlin, ESPN Radio, Series XM Channel 80, Shea Cornette in for Canty today. Then there is the exceptionally interesting story, and I don't know about you, this is the one that really has my attention over the next 48 hours of where I think it's going to get really interesting, and that is Zion Williamson. I was blown away yesterday, Shay. Blown away when I was filling in for Greeny, sitting next to Woj, and I asked Woj about Zion and the Pelicans trying to get into the top three because that's where all of this began. All this talk about Zion getting traded began last week. And he looked at me straight in the eye and he said, I don't think Zion gets you into the top three right now. I don't either. That, that's amazing, though, isn't it, as a concept? Like, that's where we are with Zion Williamson. That yeah. he's not going to get you into uh, a top. He's certainly not getting you the number one pick, but he can't even get you to the third pick with the Portland Trailblazers. Wow! Yeah, when you first said that to me, I was wow because I was sit, I was co- uh, covering sports in Chicago, and so I was in the room when the draft lottery happened, and the Pelicans got that number one overall pick. Zion was sitting, you know, a few people down from me, and I was in there because I I thought the Bulls might have a chance, and now wow, what a franchise changing player, and how far we have fallen, if you will, from that moment that they he can't even get you into the top three. But it makes sense. I mean, he's been banged up so poorly; he's never been valued in New Orleans, no matter how good he plays and I think that's the problem with 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 Zion Williamson he is a very very good player I mean just simply look at the record with and without him in terms of the Pelicans with him they're 17 and 12 without him they're 25 and 8 rebounds per game with him over 46 without him around 42 points in the paint higher with him much lower without him he impacts the pelicans in a very positive way he's a really good player he's just never on the court he's just constantly missing time because of his injuries and this is the next problem here carlin it's not a lingering toe issue a lingering elbow a ling- it's not that it's a right hamstring a foot contusion a hip issue a lower back problem a right mm-hmm. foot fracture a left ring finger problem a sprained thumb a toe injury uh undisclosed injury a torn right lateral meniscus i just rattled off a hundred different injuries that have happened to him since he entered the league and so to me that is the problem i don't know if it's the training staff they have there where everyone can't get on the same page he has to want to help himself but i think new orleans has a hand in this and well as well and that's why i think maybe zion would be suited somewhere else better suited somewhere else 888-SAY-ESPN, 888-729-3776. Here's Greeny on this topic as far as Zion is concerned. Not just the injuries, but does he want to be great? It isn't a criticism of his character. It doesn't make him a bad person. But it probably means he's never going to be what all of us can see he might be. And that's where I think they are. 
And if, if, if I'm closer to the situation, if I'm someone who works there, then I know that better than I have the ability to know it right now. I'm sitting here a thousand miles away or whatever it is. I can't tell you this with any degree of certainty, but that is most certainly the way it looks from where I'm sitting. And if that's the way I think it is, then I'm going to make him someone else's problem. Yeah, that's a great point. The idea that Zion, well, you know, not not a bad guy, but maybe the desire to be amazing just isn't there because you haven't seen it so far. And look, it's a hard mentality to hang on anybody, right? Because I don't think that people outside of it truly understand what the mentality of an elite-level athlete has to be to be what Zion's capable of, and that's the best player in the league when things go right. If he is not driven by that, I get where the Pelicans are coming from, but Shea, I can't give him away for 30 cents on the dollar at this point. Mm-hmm. I can't. As that franchise, I cannot afford to do it. I can move on, and, I, and if I got into the – even if I had to include maybe – another pick or something to get all the way up there and get a Brandon Miller or Scoot Henderson to go with, uh, you know, McCollum and Brandon Ingram, I'd do it. But uh, if you were talking about that, you know him better than anybody if you're the Pelicans, that's for sure. Here's the list that Zion's on that I, I think is a big problem. Fewest games played through the first four seasons of being a number one overall pick in the league since oh 1966. God. Greg that's Oden's That's like Sam the Bowie in there, right? I mean, Markel that's, Fultz, yep. Greg Oden. Anthony Bennett and Zion Williamson. Wow. That that's our top four. And to me, that's a bad list to be on. In addition to that, I feel like there's been this sour taste in everyone's mouth about the relationship between Zion and the city of New Orleans and the Pelicans since that draft lottery. I, I remember, I, I forget if it was his family, his dad, or him, or there was some negative connotation and negative description about going to New Orleans from the beginning. And to me, that has kind of lingered, and then you throw in the injury problems, and none of it equates to a happy marriage. And so for me, I, I don't think the Pelicans has shown that they're a great run organization that's number one I don't think Zion has thrived there he's been plagued by injuries and perhaps a new set of scenery and a new voice in his ear and all the other things might do him well and you're right you can't get 30 cents on the dollar for him but maybe if you can find a way to at least somehow break sort of even fine but you're not going to be able to exchange something bigger than what you have for Zion Williamson because the same problem we have slightly different but still Number one overall pick, DeAndre Ayton's got the same issue in Phoenix right now. Like, these guys have lost their draft value quickly, and it's problematic in terms of trying to trade them. 888-ESPN, Canty and Carlin. Shea Cornette is in for Canty today. Super teams, do they even work? And should the Pelicans truly think about moving Zion, and would you want him for your team, considering everything that has happened. 888-729-3776. Lines are open. It is Canty and Carlin on ESPN Radio. Oh, boy. Will we see an epic tandem sign together soon? We'll discuss next on ESPN Radio. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. 
Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Ten seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships. Your skills. Your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business. No matter what stage you're in, shopify.com slash network. and Carlin, the podcast. You are lighting them up at 888-SAY-ESPN, 888-729-3776. In two minutes, Dalvin Cook wants to play with another star. Who is that? You'll find out in just a moment. First, James in Florida on Canty and Carlin on ESPN Radio. James, what's up, dude? Hey, what's going on, guys? How y'all doing today? Good. We're, we're great. All right, all right. Uh, just to touch on the super team thing, uh, super teams is null and void in the NBA now because you got to manage egos and you got to manage like players like who just who are ball dominant. Like duos is what's popping right now. Jokic, Jamal Murray, perfect example. Kobe and Shaq. It worked before. It works. It works now. Like you know what I mean. Like super teams is like. That's dead now. I mean, Boston tried it. They were, they were successful. Like uh, Shay was saying earlier, like, yeah, like, it, it, it worked out with Boston. Basically, it works for the East. It doesn't work for the West. That's how I see it. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, I get what you're saying. I, I just don't think it works, period. Like, it's not a – first of all, it's not a sustained way of winning. And secondly, Shay, I mean, it, when it, the, the, the hit rate on it, let's put it that way, has not been great. <laughs> Yeah, and especially not recent. The fact that we can count on one hand or less, a few fingers, how many super teams, quote, have worked is a testament to it not working. <laughs> I think that's really where it ends. Um, but yet there's teams that still want to try, like the Phoenix Suns for whatever reason, because they think they can add to that one very short list of teams that do actually work. Managing egos to me isn't really the problem. You already have that in the NBA. It's managing the skill set and then making it all congeal when you've got injuries and load management and then coming to teams late and all the things. To me, that's the bigger problem than it is actually the egos at the end of the day. Cantia Carlin, ESPN Radio, presented by Progressive Insurance. If you're looking for a career path with flexibility, great pay, and benefits go to progressive.com slash careers apply online today she's Shea Cornette in for Canty today Dalvin Cook he hasn't signed anywhere yet and it's amazing not amazing that's not the right word it's a little bit um, surprising that that hasn't happened yet but here he is uh, with his thoughts on the Adam Schefter podcast on teaming up with another prominent free agent right now DeAndre Hopkins. Everybody knows who D Hop is. Like you know what you're getting out of D Hop. 
and you know what he gonna bring to your roster. And it's the same for me. Like you know what the film speaks for itself. Like I don't really gotta do too much. Like, you know, talking about who Dalvin Cook and DeAndre Hopkins is. But we haven't talked and he was one of those guys that I was gonna reach out to because like I know he got the same mindset as me. Like we trying to go win. We trying to get on the roster and trying to go contend. So if we can't end up on the same roster and be on the same team, you know, that'll be the beauty of the situation. You know, you we we know what we're trying to come do and what we bring to the team. So if we end up on the same roster, man, that'd be something like that'd be some epic for for, for NFL. Yeah. Wait, okay, hold on. Can I ask yeah. this question? Didn't DeAndre Hopkins and Dalvin Cook both get released? Yeah. Okay. And now they're just gonna find their way to a team where they're gonna pick up both of these players and insert them into their rosters. Both of them. Mm. Doesn't seem to make sense to me. Uh, to, they're both phenomenal players, and they're both going to add value to whatever team they land on. But to me, two players that have been released recently aren't just going to – there's not going to be one team that's going to be like, I need both y'all right now. Do you really believe that, Carlin? I, I don't necessarily believe it's going to happen. But if you look at scenarios at a, in a couple of different places, I get it. I get it. I mean, right now, if you put those two players – on the New England Patriots, mm-hmm. are they in a better position in the AFC uh, East? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Much better. And Much better. look, what's the problem there? It's the quarterback. It's Mac Jones. DeAndre Hopkins and Dalvin Cook, especially with his ability to catch the ball out of the backfield, make him a much, much better quarterback right away. And don't forget this either. We've had so much talk about Bill Belichick and the need to win now, even if it's not that he is on the hot seat, so to speak, just the fact that he's in his 70s now. Maybe, just maybe you have to change the approach a little bit. Oh, no. Are we saying Bill Belichick should go for the super team <laughs> with I, Matt I, Jones I know, under I know center? what I'm saying. I, I what are we call doing? Two, I wouldn't call those two a super team right now, but, like, this isn't super team like the, you know, like the Eagles, the dream team with Vince Young back in the day. It's not that. But – those two guys immediately make your make a big impact on your offense. Yeah, look, I was surprised that the Patriots didn't go out and draft some receiver or or a running back or a skill position player. I guess I shouldn't be surprised because they never seen them groom those through the draft. But just because of the speed and the talent that they have in that division, now I know they did go do some things in free agency, but yet still. The problem here is Mac Jones, okay? You have a quarterback that's unproven. And so part of it is like, yes, if you add all these pieces around him, you're giving him the opportunity to be great. If you can't find a way to win when we are giving you everything good around you, then you're not the guy. So maybe it's an opportunity to see what you have in Mac Jones. But again, if you're just throwing all these superstars on a team on a one-year prove-it deal, like, is that really going to equate to wins? I feel like we might have the same issue that we've been talking about in the NBA. See, I, in, this, in this particular case, I don't think so. If you're the Patriots, you're in such a bad position in that division right now that you need as much help as you can get. Mm-hmm. So that, for me, is where those two guys fit in particular. I'm going to throw one at you that you're very familiar with. The Bears, bring it. Yeah. How about it? Let's do I it. I mean, listen, we the have Bears have the most salary space. cap of anybody yep. right now. I know. We have a ton of cap space. I'm waiting for them to make a splash. I would love this for the Bears. Look, love DJ it. Moore was a great move for them. Yeah. Yeah. But if you added Hopkins and yeah. Dalvin Cook to that offense – Especially Cook being familiar with playing in that division, that'd be pretty good. I would 
love that. You are spe- and, and honestly, that is one that makes a ton of sense because of how much cap space that they have, and they need to definitely build around Justin Fields and give him a little bit to work with. Yeah, super team ain't so bad right now, is it? Now when we start talking about <laughs> now the Now I'm Bears. here for it. Now I'm here for it. Now you're speaking my language, Carlin. <laughs> uh, she's Shay Cornette. I'm Chris Carlin. Canty and Carlin, ESPN Radio.